Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Shut up and sit down. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Bowhunter Chronicles podcast. This week we are talking with the marketing manager for Basemap Hunting and Fishing. Basemap is a GPS mapping app uh, to aid you in not getting lost, marking your waypoints, um, e-scouting, uh, all of that good stuff that we've come accustomed to with uh, some of the other mapping apps that are out there. Uh, we also have Amber Casey, one of our good friends. She is a uh, base map ambassador and uh, since she was local um, they wanted her to swing by and it's always good to sit down and have a beer with Amber so um, it's a it's a really good podcast I mean we wanted to do this podcast because frankly we had heard a little bit and seen some things about base map and uh, we got one of their um, free promo downloads from the ATA show as well as uh, they bought all the beer for the Badlands Film Festival so we knew that we were going to like them um, and uh, rather than um, you know just use that and uh, not uh, kind of take anything away or share it with you guys on the podcast we reached out to them and Ed was so gracious to come on and, and, and talk with us and after using the app um, I really do think, um, especially if you're going out west, it is an amazing resource. Um, it does everything that uh, any of the other apps do um, at a fraction of the price. I mean, for the entire United States, it's 30 bucks, And they've offered us a code of Chronicles, lowercase, uh, to get 20% off. So um, you're looking at 24 bucks for a year's worth of uh, base map. I mean, that's just incredible. So the, for the, the value of it is amazing, and um, the user interface, everything is is really good, and the mapping, like I say, the ability to, to go on, it's got all these different layers like Google Earth and, and things like that. So um, they have a free version of it that you can go on and try if you don't want to spend the money or if you've already, you're already using something else to check it out. Even on the free version and on the app, they have a, a weekly giveaway. So they've got this gear drop um, game, basically, where they give you a hint on where um, this gear is located. You try and find it on the map. You drop these uh, packages, and you get four chances, and then they just give it away. And that's available on the free one as well. And it really does, you know, you hear in the podcast, but it, it actually gets you to learn how to use the map, uh, to practice, um, to get familiar with the, 
with the interface, and uh, it's pretty cool. And my money is on before the end of the year, John winning one of those because he's just that um, anal, I guess, about trying to figure that kind of stuff out. That's that's in his nature. So mark my words right now. Um, they've also uh, agreed to give us uh, a few of those to give away, uh, a few of the the promo packages for their pro um so a year subscription to base map that's going to be go- going in with each one of our quarterly giveaways so this quarter you know we're giving away um the bowhunting course um scouting course by jason Zamkoviak, um which is a online video series that he's put together and he's continually updating and it's, it's really pretty awesome um as well as now uh, a year subscription to base map pro and it does also, Base Map also does have um, some fishing, uh, some a bunch of lakes, the Gulf of Mexico, uh, all the Great Lakes, and the depths and uh, topography of the of the lake. So for, for guys that are into fishing, that's really uh, pretty awesome. And um, they're going to give us a swag pack as well um, with some shirts and hats and, and things like that to go along with it. And then I think... It's finally safe to say because they're going to be out and they're supposed to be at the show that we're going to be at. We're going to be working the tethered booth at the Outdoor Rama uh, this weekend, the February 28th, um, 29th, and uh, March 1st in Novi. So swing by the tethered booth, check us out. But they are going to have the Phantoms for sale. And we are going to be giving away one of the Phantoms, a Phantom, a tether, and a lineman's belt uh, along with this Patreon giveaway. So um, if you're not familiar with Patreon, you can check us out at uh, patreon.com forward slash Warner Chronicles podcast. But what that is, is that's just kind of like a crowdfunding. Um, basically, you're helping out the show by giving a small donation. And in turn, you're buying a lottery ticket or a raffle ticket for uh, each one of these giveaways. And we also have a Patreon Facebook group. And we've been doing some stuff in there Um we are going to be, we're almost ready to be live streaming um, in Facebook when we do these podcasts. We're going to be videoing those. We were getting our studios together right now. Um, we should have had this one here uh, videoed, but there was an audio problem. So with a calling guest, it wouldn't have worked. So um, all that's happening. If you are a Patreon and you're not uh, on the Facebook group, go to um, our Facebook page and check out um, the groups. And there's Bowhunter uh, Chronicles podcast opportunist group, and uh, that's for simply for the Patreons. Um, we go live in there when we do podcasts, when we are at events. We go, uh, you know, just weekly in there to check up and, and kind of pull and see how we're doing. Um, but if that's not for you, no big deal. Please just, um, you know, tell somebody about the podcast. Uh, tell them something that you liked. Maybe tell them about this one, about Base Map versus some of the other uh, mapping softwares. And, um, you know, follow along with us on um, Facebook, Instagram, our YouTube. That's where uh, all these videos that we're going to be making uh, for the podcast after we're done streaming them for our Patreons. Um, about a week or so later, they're going to go up on our Facebook uh, or our YouTube page. So uh, you'll be able to find that. And we're going to be doing a, a bunch of things. Like if you are following along on Instagram, I archived the story, but John just built a string. Um, 
and he went step by step by step by step. Um, so you hear us talk about that kind of stuff. We're going to be doing that with arrows. Um, when that string is finished, we're going to put that on the bow. Uh, all that stuff is going to be kind of done in our studio um, via uh, the the new camera setup that we've got, and then that's going to go right to the YouTube page. So. Um, that's what we've got coming up. Um, I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. We kind of go through all of the different things about e-scouting, mapping, and uh, all the features that BaseMap has. Um, maybe that sets it apart from some of the others, as well as some um, maybe some teasers about some things that are actually coming out for BaseMap in the future. Uh, but I know you guys are going to really like this one. Thanks for tuning in, and enjoy the episode. <laughs> Hey everybody, Adam and John back here with another episode of the Bowhunter Chronicles podcast. And today, um, we've got kind of like a uh, hybrid podcast. We have um, Ed Gramza from Basemap uh, Hunting App uh, <laughs> uh, and Monty the Dog um, in an actual studio. We're sitting down here, um, but we also have uh, Amber Casey. She's been on the show before. Uh, one of the base map ambassadors to talk about some e-scouting, some mapping, and um, kind of all the things with that base map has to offer uh, versus some of the other mapping um, apps, softwares out there. Um, so, how are you doing today, Ed? Man, I am doing great. It uh, weather's finally getting a little bit warmer, and I know hunting season's coming, but I'm sure looking forward to fishing season coming up here soon. <laughs> Man, it's funny that you bring that up, and this is going to go off on real sideways, but our <laughs> our our audience really likes to hear John talk, and that's all we've been talking about lately. Is it, It's like, yeah, turkey season's coming, yeah, we're building bows, but all John wants to do is fish and fish and fish Bro. some more. Well, I'm getting ready to go down to Florida, so... That's all. I mean, I'm getting ready. I got a boat rented for the week, and uh, we're staying down in Marathon in the Keys. And I got you, I got salt water on the. You brain. know, you can fish in the winter. Yeah, <laughs> I love fishing. It just the, this winter actually has been pretty bad. We the ice. I mean, it, it, there's ice right now, but I like to use my machine. I I don't like walking. So in, war, in warm weather, apparently yeah. too, you like. Well, yeah. here in here in Wisconsin, for me, I am I am cursed you know, with Turkey every, for some reason, every other year, I don't get a Turkey tag in Wisconsin. And this year I decided to just say, screw it. And I'm not buying a leftover tag. I'm just going to get the boat out of storage and go fishing instead. There you go. <laughs> well, if you want to feel better about yourself, you or any of the listeners, check out our YouTube page. Cause we've got some epic <laughs> Turkey misses and, yeah. wounds and... <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. We'll have some more of that footage this year. So I'm up now. So, and so, you know, as we've heard, uh, Amber, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. Sunday night, got to get up early. It's 8.30, ready for bed, but glad to be here. Appreciate well, we, you guys having me on. Yeah, we appreciate it too. So uh, I guess we'll start off with, so for, for myself, um, I had seen, and I don't know if it was ramped up marketing or whatever, just a little bit here or there with some of the base map stuff, but it I really didn't know exactly what was going on with uh, what base map was or how it compared to any of the other. Had you heard apps. of it prior to ATA or no? I, I, I had just curious. seen some of the okay. like social media stuff that was was okay. was coming I heard, along. I heard you talk about it before. Okay, 
Yeah, and I think like because you went out and and they were you were doing some filming and you were using yep. it and, and and stuff like that, and so I had seen it, but it wasn't something that was really on the radar. And yeah, me uh, And we had used so I started out using someone showed me years ago um, hunt stand, and I used that, and I absolutely hate it. I hate it to this day. I don't care for it. It's it's free. I think that's why a lot of people like it. And then you can upgrade, but I feel like nobody does because the free one is kind of like, okay, but it's just, they're so, it's so busy. There's so much stuff going on. They want to sell you everything, um, on the free versions. Well, and then with Onyx, everybody, like when we started this podcast, Onyx was handing out, if you're a podcast, if you're a YouTube channel, if you're doing anything, um, you know, they'll give you a, a a coupon code, you know, and so everybody's brought to you by Onyx. And so that's all you heard about. And so John started using Onyx and I think we were using some of the Onyx GPS chips. I think Frank had one of those in his, um, in his GPS. And so we started using that and I absolutely hated that. I thought it was overrated at the beginning. And then John was using it. He's like, you're using it all wrong. Um, you're not using the tracking. You're not, right. you're not using any of the markers. Like I was just literally just like using it as like, Where like I am guess, I? yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there I'm on this dot. Oh, and, and just so, like a regular GPS. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, and so then, uh, once we started planning our trips out West, it changed. And, and, you know, John gave me the tutorial and if anybody's, you know, you know, for our normal listeners, that's the way that everything goes with this podcast is I do all the talking and John does all the thinking. So he tells me <laughs> this is what you need to do. This is what you need to use it. And I started using that. So um got pretty familiar with it. And then, you know, we went to ATA and we were there and got one of the swag bags and it had a free base map. And there was, a, I mean, I think the beer was brought to us by base map too. There. That, yes. Yeah, we uh, we sponsored <laughs> yep. the beer and, and gave away 300 memberships at the uh, Badland Silk Festival. Yep. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that was excellent marketing. I mean, I got it and John and I were talking about it. And so the only way that we get any money or get any anything from the podcast is through our Patreon. So I was like, well, you know, I'm pretty happy with Onyx. I'll we'll just see if we can give these to the Patreons or how do, how do we do that? And, uh, then I thought, you know what, maybe I'll start, I'll use it and see. Sorry, Patreons just to, <laughs> just like, <no. laughs> we'll, we'll make up for it. Yeah. I was like, well, maybe I can, I can, I'll, I'll use it and then I'll, I'll have some useful information. Um, and so I've been using it and, um, all the features are pretty much there as far as Onyx. There's nothing that I've really found that's lacking, but now that I've started, like looking at going out West. So if anybody's ever done any e-scouting out West and, you know, so when we started the podcast, that was the year I think that we went out West. And so we talked to a lot of different people and, and gave a lot of different resources on how to e-scout and what to look for and everything like that. And the amount of layers that are on base map for while you're especially e-scouting on the computer is everything is in one place. I was just showing John, like, where we're going in Colorado, it's like you can click through and see the actual topography. You can see the actual, like whatever the USGI topo maps that, yep. um, you know, that's a layer, but John and I bought those and printed those out and, and did everything on a, on a, on a paper map when we went out there and it's right. all in one spot. Right. Then um, we'd have 
split screen on the computer and I'd be looking at Google mm-hmm. Earth and, you know, trying to go back and then... Have you guys used the 3D on your phones yet? Um, I have. I, I, I'm, I'm like old school. I just got a new phone and I hate it. I mean, I, that, that's how my, that's how my transitions go. Like, it's did you too, have a droid before? No, I had a, but it was, it was smaller and I knew where all the stuff like was. A, it had a button on it. Like this has iPhone, no button. It was like an iPhone five or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, everything I'm slow to pick up on this sort of stuff, but now that I'm using it in that, um, regard and then it was kind of like a bitch i was like well i got all these things saved on onyx and like son of a bitch right like, and that was what i said i'm like well shit i got all my i mean all my tracks all my waypoints everything of you know all of our stuff from idaho you guys figured that out right I, well that's the thing i don't have well so yeah so then all of a sudden on social media pops up like here's a youtube video on how to import <laughs> all of your stuff I'm from like, onyx wait for it, wait so for it. so i did that and I was like, okay, all right. So now everything is there. Everything is – I'm coming around. And was it easy? I actually haven't talked to anybody that's actually transferred them over. Was so, it? yes, it was super easy. The it only, takes like 90 seconds. But the only thing, and it's like being like completely transparent, everything comes over in the same color with the same base map icon. So none of your icons transfer over. So right. John gets no turkeys for other tree stands or other hunters, <laughs> oh, the clowns, um, <laughs> Sasquatch, <laughs> um, and everything is the same color. So if you had a track that was blue and red and green, whatever, they're all there, but and the, they're all archived. So if you know what date you were there or whatever, it's it's still there. But you you do have to kind of do some, um, uh, I guess, going back and forth on that. So yeah. Yeah, you can you could go out and clean that up. Obviously, on the computer, or on the phone, but yeah, it, the icons aren't exactly the same, so it's kind of hard to transition that information over. Sure, um, but yeah, so I mean, that's where we are at with with base map as far as right now uh, using it and and our e scouting. Um, can you tell us a little bit Ed, about yourself, your background? Um, you know, we like to get an idea of like what people's background is in hunting kind of where they're coming from. Cause if, if you tell me that, well, my family has this 5,000 acre, uh, spot in Wisconsin. I forget the County that they kept talking about when we were over there, but, yeah. but Buffalo, Buffalo. Buffalo yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and so, and so I got this 5,000 acre thing in Buffalo and I, this is what we always do. And I always go to this one stand. It's, it's a lot different than the people I think that are, you know that are really out there pounding it getting using these you know the the meat and potatoes of these apps um but we always try and get the background on on all of that and then like the history of yourself with base map and the in the company and the yeah and e-scouting i guess yeah no worries so, so yeah i live in wisconsin i live about an hour north of milwaukee um lived in wisconsin most of my life i've also lived minnesota for a year and i hate to admit this but i lived in illinois for five years oh. <laughs> i know <laughs> it's, it's five, five years of my life i'll never get back yeah. but it is what it is um you know do a lot of hunting and fishing obviously i've kind of been in the industry now for about seven years you know got into it kind of on the you know the pro staff ambassador side of the world um and to be honest with you, I, I used to work with Onyx, so I know their, their company well. Um, 
it was my first quote unquote paid job or paid position in the hunting industry. I used to run their ambassador team uh, years ago. Um, you know, left there a little over two years ago and was actually brought on by Basemap in July of last year as your ambassador manager. I did that for a couple months. They just kept piling more and more stuff on my plate and and I kept joking with them, why don't you guys just hire me full time? Because it's you know, I don't like my full time job and and now's the time. And after about the fifth time they took me seriously and offered me a job. So since the middle of October I, I am the marketing manager for Basemap. Uh, which is kind of cool. I get to work remote. I mean, the company is based in the Seattle area, but I get to work from home in, in Wisconsin, um, which I like. It's kind of different, but it's it's fun. Um, a little bit more about my hunting. So I don't have a 5,000-acre spread in Buffalo County. But. 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 but <laughs> um, my aunt and uncle have 100 acres, a couple counties south of Buffalo, also full of giant whitetail. Um, One that might have been or gotten a haircut from you last year. Yeah, we won't <laughs> talk about that yet. <laughs> so, I, unfortunately, I can't say that I kill all these big whitetails. I mean, I have a job and I have kids and, you know, the land is four hours away, three and a half hours away from home. So, I'm not out there as often as I'd like. My aunt and uncle live out there, so my aunt kills all the damn big box for us <laughs> which is no joke that is that is no joke she is the big out of the family she is the big buck killer um my uncle used to be but now my aunt has a little bit more time on her hands and she kills all the big deer um you know for me in wisconsin for base map you know and even when i was with on x i don't use it i mean i use it for deer hunting to mark tree stands mark camera you know trail cameras i'll mark rubs and scrapes as i see them um but you know i don't use it to go out and find land because you know like you guys in michigan there's not a ton of public yeah. land. everything's private i'd say that's kind of how i am too it, right except you know we just start hunting the state game area so it's come in handy for that but yeah same thing it's like you know we have not many acres to hunt i'm not gonna mark no. all of this stuff when i can see it from the from the house yeah well see see that's all we hunt is 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 public basically i mean i've got you talk about a four and a half hour drive i've got an eight hour drive to menominee county to, yeah, okay. we've got 240 acres up there but i mean you can't go up there for a weekend you can't do a, right. an evening hunt up there right it's a week-long <laughs> trip yeah um and so what all we do is hunt public that's close or you know very small tracts of permission land or something so see in wisconsin you know the the rumor and the story is if you go knock on the door and ask permission to shoot you know to hunt deer they chase you off with a shotgun <laughs> but you you go ask to shoot ducks and, and geese and turkeys yeah. they tell you to shoot every one of them sons of bitches yep. you know <laughs> you know so so I, I use it to get permission for, for waterfowl and and turkey. Um, you know, I there is a I live right next to a, a pretty sizable state forest, but I am too close to Milwaukee and Green Bay and some other larger cities, so it just gets hammered, mm-hmm. you know, with people. And in fact a couple of years ago on our on our um, rifle season, I almost got into fisticuffs with a handful of guys that, that were doing a deer drive, <laughs> and I it, it wasn't pretty. And I vowed to not go back there. And it's Probably literally ten a good minutes idea. from the house. Yeah, yeah. We pretty it. much we don't hunt 
we live literally across the road from the Rogue River State game area. And uh, we will not hunt on the weekends. Like, we refuse to. Like, we make sure that we go out during the week. There's nobody there. And I'm like, oh, I value my life more than hunting on the weekend. So, I'll pass. Well, what's funny about that is, like, so I was, I mean, I joke around and say that I'm the world's worth worst bow hunter, you know. But I was looking around, and, and I only have one buck that I've ever killed with a rifle. And but I think that's a testament to... Um, the way that we hunt, the way that I was brought up hunting on our property in the UP, because you throw 10, 15 guys on 240 acres, it, uh, it, you know, it's, it's more pressured than most of the state land, but we don't, but we don't gun hunt on public land, um, because of all the things that you just outlined. I mean, yeah, like you know, people are so territorial, people just shoot at anything. Um, you know, so we, we do most of our, well, we basically only bow hunt now, but all of our public land is, you know, all my bucks have basically come off of public land or, you know, five or 10 acres here and there, but all with a bow. So I have to interrupt, John, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm on, I just logged into my Onyx account. Okay. My computer and, I was just kind of scrolling through all the public land because that's all I hunt. I don't have any private to hunt. Yeah. And so, and, I mean, of course, we're we're west of you guys. Yeah. We're our west of Amber. So, I mean, in the Manistee National Forest runs from basically <laughs> our my property line, basically, or a quarter mile north of us, all the way up to past Traverse Manistee, City. yeah, up to Traverse City. So, <laughs> so. I, just I mean, didn't I know if it. you were getting at something when you brought this up. Or no, I was what? just kind of, I was <laughs> kind of showing all my icons through the whole, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know starting from our. Oh, we could do a little screenshot of it. Well, maybe we won't. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Tra- so you haven't transferred those points over to base map? I don't have a base map map account. I, oh, that's well, we're nice. gonna have to fix that, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what happened was when we got back, I had the thing in my grab bag but from ata from yeah. ata but i'm you know like i was telling adam this was before he figured out you could switch more i'm like i got all my icons well my buddy jason he's pretty old school he still runs a handheld gps and he's was asking me about i'm like well i got this base map uh gift card i said take it download it you know f- and then we'll figure it out together well of course he downloaded it and put in the code and stuff. And he's like, this thing keeps saying I, uh, I have to pay for the pro. I'm like, that's what the card was. <laughs> it was a, it was a pro, a pro level <laughs> gift card. Well, I can't get it to work. I just bought a, a Onyx chip for my for GPS. GPS. <laughs> I'm like, what? Well, it came with the thing for my phone too. I'm like, so, dude. <laughs> so, so Ed real quick. Cause yeah. I want to, I want to address that. Um, you know, with, with, um, with base map or a- any of these, so- these softwares that you just have on your phone, right? Yeah. Like where do you see, I mean, obviously you're probably like a little bit biased, but so where do you see like the actual handheld GPS? Cause I bought like a $600 GPS when we went out West. I never took it out of my pack. Like, <laughs> like you know, never. The, the sales of handhelds are going down every year. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure Garmin would probably dispute that, but 
Um, it, it's going down. And, At least on the hunting side, probably. Yeah. I mean, on X actually, I mean, for them, the, the chips are profitable, but if they could do it all over again, they probably wouldn't do the chip. Um, I mean, cause it, you know, the, the membership for them, the hundred bucks a year, us 30 bucks a year, it's, it's constant revenue. You buy the chip, okay. not everybody updates it, you know, so you buy it once and that's it. Mm-hmm. Well, and then you have hardware to deal with. I mean, everything, I mean, right. in the, in this world, you know, you're just buying a, a, a service and it's something that, you know, it is the turnover, you know, you, you, you're like John here, you know, and he said, you know, sell him on base map because it's, it's something that you've used, you know, so much that it's like you, I mean, just like your phone, you know, and if you, to an iPhone. and if you watch the, I mean, you're, you're listening to like the Joe Rogan podcast when they talk about like the AI and they say that like, <laughs> actually your phone is now part of that artificial intelligence because it's always right. attached to you. Um, you know, to get away from that is, is really something difficult. So I'm I mean, always online. The, <laughs> the, I mean, there, there was a point in time where I would not leave the house to go hunting or fishing for that matter. And I wouldn't have my garment handheld with me right now. Now the thing just collects dust. I can't tell you the last time I turned it on and used it. The batteries are probably dead in it. Yeah. That's what I, I was trying to find mine for. I can't. I was trying to when find mine for out west. I couldn't even find. It. I was like, I don't even use that damn thing anymore. It's you know, and I ended up finding it in my tackle box or something like six <laughs> months later. But but needless to say, my buddy did. So I'm like, give me your login information because you know I ended up I ended up logging into Base Map then and then tried to use the the code and it said it was already used. So then I'm like, give me your login information because you did something wrong, you clown. Yeah. And sure enough, I, I logged in. It says pro model. And I'm like, turned down all the layers for him. And I'm like, dude, it works. It works fine. Oh. <laughs> and so and he's like, well, let me reboot it on my phone. Oh, yeah, it works great. I'm like, well, nice. Uh, whatever. So Nice. But, okay, so I want to go into the features and, and all of um, the the differences between uh, base map and, and kind of like the features that are uh, kind of set it apart and uh, other than the price, cause the price is incredible, but, um, I want to know. So Amber, how did you get hooked up with base map and, um, um all of that? Ed, <laughs> <laughs> to put it very simply, Ed, uh, he approached me last, last summer to be on the ambassador team. And I'll be completely honest. I never used it prior to that. He was but just, you know, it, neither, neither had I, but Amber wasn't, Amber was not allowed to tell me. Oh, that. really? <laughs> no. I didn't know that you well, didn't I, use it prior I, I, to that. I'd use it like I'd use it like two weeks prior to talking huh. to you. Yeah, I'm like, all right, sweet, cool, yeah, I'll try it out. And uh, so, just our simple hiking and getting ready for elk hunting, we used it, and, and the UP fishing. And the nice thing was, so I didn't have a huge background on Onyx, or I, I just I never used it. And my husband did, so the nice thing was we could do a side-by-side comparison whenever we went fishing or hiking or, you know, just doing anything. I'm like, hey, what does Onyx show? You know, what does Base Map show? And uh, so we used it fishing in the UP in September, and that's where I noticed um, the offline maps were so much better than Onyx. I mean, to put it very simply. And 
Pat's like, no, I've never had that level of detail on Onyx. So that was that was pretty good. Then we went out west, and I mean, we used the location sharing, um, the smart markers, and a ton of other stuff. Ed, you can go into that more if you want. But well, and and that kind of brings up something that you know I wanted to touch on too is um, that's so, a hell of a trail. <laughs> so how <laughs> how long has um, base map been around, and what's like the history of uh, of the company? So the the founder, Jeff Balch, uh, started working on the app, I think it was six or seven years ago. And honestly, it was about the same time frame that OnX started working on it. Uh, a couple of us joke that the founder of both OnX and Basemap in a different life could be best friends. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're like two peas in a pod. Um, so six or seven years ago, uh, it was kind of last year, I mean, They've been around. Nobody really heard of them. It was last year at the Salt Lake City um, Hunting Expo that was kind of their coming out party. I mean, they had a booth there, sold a ton of memberships, um, but it was still kind of word of mouth. They weren't doing any marketing behind it, you know. So people didn't really know about it, um, you know. So July when they brought me on and brought on the marketing director, that's when the the marketing machine really started getting turned on and and people started hearing more about it i mean we changed up their social media we started doing facebook ads got an ambassador team to talk about it and and really we're really going after the marketplace aggressively um you know onyx has been around forever it seems like and we just want our we want our share of the pie we just want a little bit larger share than we have now but we want our share of the pie like everybody else um so it's been around for a while a lot of different um, versions. We've actually, you know, seen a couple different versions since I've been with them. Um, you know, but no different than OnX. I mean, when OnX came out with their app, I'll be honest, it was a complete dumpster fire. But they, you know, they improved it to get it to where it is now. Um, it's a good app. I mean, we, I, we obviously feel like we have a stronger feature set that puts us a little bit ahead of them right now. Aside from the price, as you said. And so... Uh, let, let's talk about that. So what sets you apart from, you know, any of the other apps that are out there? I mean, where would you, what would you say are the key features or the, the, the main things um, in the most used features? I mean, cause I, I've used it. So, I mean, you can, yep. you can definitely mark all your waypoints. You can breadcrumb your trails. Uh, you, know, right. you can do all the things that you would expect to do. Um, you know, and I think that's one of the conversations that John has had, you know, John and I is like, well, what can you, is it still like Onyx? Can you still do all the same things that, that you can do? And, and, and right. if, if so, why would I want to just change other than it's cheaper? Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it is going to work similar to any other GPS app out there. I mean, it, a GPS's basic function is to mark your location or, or follow you as you move around. So yeah, you can mark your waypoints. You can create a, a track to, you know, breadcrumb trail to follow you, you know, where you've been. Uh, but some of the features that we have that others don't have, you know, and Amber alluded to this a little bit ago, 3D mapping. Um, now, you'll hear us say it's only available on iOS. You know, there it is available on Android through an extra couple steps, but it's integrated into the iOS system because uh, we actually use Apple's 3D mapping. You know, so nationwide, you can have 3D maps, you know, to kind of 
it's nice to see how big the mountains are, see the drainages, see the valleys, see how see what steep kind of things shit are. hole you're going to go into. <laughs> yeah. Cause, you know, because not everybody can read a topo map. Right. Okay. So this, this allows you to really see that. Now, the drawback to the 3D mapping is that you do need to have cell service. It does not work for offline maps. Right. Um, so you, if you're if you're way back in, it, it's not going to do you much good. No, so. um, but it it is pretty sweet, you know, if you're east scouting from home, you know, to kind of see see what you're getting yourself into. So now does that work on the one like we have it pulled up on the computer? Does it is that one of the layers that you can turn on? No. While, while you're no, no, nope. it, no. You would you can you can export your stuff to Google Google Earth and see it there. Okay. Yep. Yeah, because that's what I had to do with when I was when we were e scouting for Idaho. Right. You have I would like have three screens. I, yeah, I would have. Yeah. Well, I'd have split screen, and then on the Google Earth, I'd switch over to the 3D mapping. That way, you could see what the train looked like. But then. <laughs> I don't know how many times I ended up like 300 miles off the wrong direction. I was like, where the <laughs> right. hell am I? I'm lost. You know, <laughs> like got to zoom back out. And re- I was getting motion sick and stuff. Yeah. You can, you know, no different than you were talking about being able to move your stuff from on X to base map. You can actually export your waypoints to Google earth and see all of it there. Right. You know, to get that 3d, 3d view on the computer. For the desktop, correct. Okay, but and and you can actually do that through the phone too. So those people that have Androids, you can export your waypoints into Google Earth and still have that 3D imagery. It's just not not a an option. It's not integrated into the into the app for Android users. Um, Amber also mentioned live location sharing. This is something that I know our competitor had been working on for a long time and and never got it to work. So you can. So let me take a step back. So in the base map app, there's an outdoor journal and in the journal, you can follow friends or follow other people. It's kind of like a Facebook, Twitter, Instagram type thing built into the app. So with that, you can turn on live location sharing. So any friends or people that you follow or are friends with on the app in base map, you can share your location. You know, so again, this you have to have cell service for this to work, but it will show where you are or where your friend is live right now. Um, I don't think I have it turned on for Amber, so I can't show it. You know, she can't demo it for you. <laughs> there, it's top yeah. secret. <laughs> um, but, you know, so if you, for live location sharing, you know, if you tell a buddy, hey, I got a downed elk or I need help here or help there, you can, you don't have to share, you know, a marker or a waypoint with them. They can actually see you right on the app. Yeah, so we yeah, use... so Go ahead. I say we used it last elk season with Justin, the camera guy, and Pat, my husband. We decided one night to split up, and we all obviously had base map, and we had, uh, fortunately we have service where we all come at. So, you know, they all those two split off, and then didn't see anything or hear anything end of the night. You know, hey, gonna meet up, yep, and I could see him walking. You know, their little. A little uh, GPS thing walking toward me, and it was pretty accurate. And that was—it's just nice. It, it's a good peace of mind to, you know, to make sure that they're still around and they're not running from a. I, freaking I, I think the, or something. I I think the Western guys will like it. You know, for the guys yeah. that are calling their buddies to to help them pack out an elk or something, yeah. you at least know if they're really coming to help you out. Yeah, exactly. It's like life three sixty for your uh, <laughs> for hunting. <laughs> right um you know we have a 
you know, like on X, I guess we have a pretty robust uh, weather weather app. You know, within base map shows you know shows current weather, shows future weather. Um, but with that, Amber also mentioned something called smart markers. So when you drop a waypoint, it actually collects the current weather, um, time, wind. I mean, everything about that point in time for weather and, and things like that, it saves it on that waypoint. So if you're kind of cataloging, seeing animals and you're trying to figure out, you know, trends of when animals are going to be around or, you know, what the weather was like, it actually saves that, that at that moment, what that, you know, what weather or any kind of conditions were like. Well, that's, that's awesome. We were just talking. We were about just that. talking about that. We talked about that at, on our, our a couple podcasts ago with our our scouting. You know, so we went to Wisconsin and and did the scouting workshop for Dan Infall, mm-hmm. and we were talking about how to, in some sort of a like to journal or pattern whitetail. Well, but but what we wanted to do was to say like when we were there, like to do a better job of writing down what we saw, when we saw weather. Weather conditions, etc. But so if, if it does, if it does it already for you, then there you right. go. Yeah. So you know you could take it a step further then, and you could actually log it in the outdoor journal. So our journal is just getting used more and more and more every day. Um, and there's three ways to do it. You know, you can make a, a, a public post where anybody can see it, but then it also shows your waypoint. You can make a limited post where you can type in notes and kind of share a picture about what's going on but but nobody can see your actual location or you can make it private that only you can see it and it's kind of a an outdoor journal you know you're you're cataloging what you've seen on that day again it'll it'll record the the weather and the time and all that sort of thing so you can kind of have that information you don't have to write it you know pen and paper it's right there on your phone yeah that's that's exactly exactly what we're talking about. talking about And you didn't know you about see, that. You see what you guys are missing by not using it, right? <laughs> well, I mean, like I said, were you not here 15 minutes ago when I said that I'm slow to take all this stuff up? <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I, I know Amber's friends with you guys. I'm going to blame Amber for not sharing this information with you. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. Sorry. <laughs> She's keeping it to herself, apparently. Uh, yeah, yeah. What kind of ambassador? Is she I was just going to say, heck of an ambassador. Whoa, well, you whoa, chose whoa, her. Whoa. <laughs> I guess we just got an opening in Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> so smart. So with your, I mean, obviously, it, it still works. Like when, like when we were out in Idaho, we used our phones a whole. Adam never broke out his GPS. I left mine at home because I couldn't find it, and uh, but we just. Flipped our phones into airplane mode, and we had the maps downloaded already. Right, and so it tracked us the whole time. I mean, I would, I just had our tracks up, and Amber's like, "Holy cow, look at all those tracks!" How many times did you walk that every day? That we, <laughs> right, you know, it was eight, seven or eight days of tracks going up and down that that. Right, I, I mean that that's one of the cool things about you know, the app. And I mean, other apps do the same thing, but you got to, you can obviously download your, your maps from home uh, prior to going out West or wherever. I mean, hell, even Wisconsin, there's areas where you don't have service, Um, you know, download your maps ahead of time. And then when you get out there, you just turn, you know, turn on the offline maps. What it does then is, is turns off the cell signal to the app itself, but leaves on the GPS signal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
so that the app isn't constantly trying to ping a, a cell tower right. to try to get the information. So, you know, one thing with, with us is we have so many different layers and you could turn various layers on and off prior to downloading, you know, the area you're going to hunt. You know, so every layer you turn on is a layer that's saved in that file for that location. Quick question about that. Is there a limit to how many layers you can turn on when you're caching not, a map? Not that I'm aware of. I mean, okay. it, it, you know, the, the the limit is how much memory you have on your phone. Yeah. Yep. So, And that's on the Pro, correct? Because when I was trying to do it on the... Yeah. Without being logged in, it would only tell me you could only do so much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you don't... If you have the basic... You're, you know, you could download, I think you could download an offline map, but it's very limited. Mm-hmm. But on the pro, you know, so there's actually a custom, you could do custom maps. You know, so I, I do some, some archery antelope hunting in Southeast Montana where nobody lives. There's no cell service. I swear I've got half of, I've got most of Southeast Montana saved on my phone and you have to do it section by section. You know, with, with base map, you can do really large maps. Mm-hmm for for offline but then you get less detail but as you as you zoom in and get a little bit smaller area then the detail kicks up i mean whatever detail you see with you know on cell service or wi-fi that's what you're going to see offline you know if you do the high the high res um imagery the detail is still better than onyx though even if you do a big pretty big oh hands down because i did our whole the state game area and it's like over 6,000 acres, like that entire area in it. The level of detail is insane compared to Onyx. So. Right. And and that's someplace, you know, that's one thing that we, I think we shine at also, you know, our satellite imagery is way crisper than, than what Onyx has. I mean, so Onyx has three, hate to use this term, base maps. Okay. Satellite, satellite (laughs) hybrid and topography. That's it. We've got 14. Exactly. You know, on iOS. And, you know, on iOS with 14, that includes three different or two different 3D maps and then a couple other high res satellite imagery um, and a ton of different topple maps. I mean, a lot of people like, yeah, everybody likes their likes different topography maps. So we've got a bunch of them to choose from. Um, so talk to me a little bit more about these smart markers. So I've got my Onyx or uh, Whoa. My, my, Whoa. my base map, as a matter of fact, <laughs> up from the other day and i think that's just like a term you know like there's some things that have like come into like popular culture of, of like what you would just say um, like kleenex yeah everything is kleenex um, <laughs> but i'm i'm looking at my waypoints uh but i'm not seeing that information because there was a couple of them where i marked like okay this was betting for a southwest wind uh, but I'm not seeing that. So, is there something that you need to do for a smart marker, or did you did you do that? Was it something you transferred over from Onyx, or was it? No, it was what I did. But I, but I wonder if it's because I was offline. I was in airplane mode when I was it's doing. Pro- it. It's probably because you're offline. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. And so. what about any mark? Because that smart markers thing just came out. It was around last fall. Wasn't yeah, it was it? September. So, September-ish. what if people save markers prior to that? So. Honestly, you know, so I obviously transferred over all my stuff from Onyx, and it shows the informa- it shows information on the phone for the smart markers, but it recorded it on the date that I transferred the information over. Mm. Okay. okay. Because, you know, it's not going to look back right. in time to 2018 when I was last in Montana. Um, you know, what was the weather that day? 
Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And it makes sense now that I actually think about it because every, so that was one of my things when every time I've used base map is I, I, I try and use things where, uh, in a realistic setting, as far as I'm going to be using them and every, it seems like everywhere that we hunt, I do not have any cell phone service. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and so I want to make sure that if I download it, what I'm seeing, how I'm seeing it is going to be how I'm seeing it when I feel like I need it. I mean, there's a spot that I hunt about 45 minutes from here where if I'm, and it's funny because it's the things that Dan Infault talks about, but if I'm left or right 10 feet, there is no log to cross and it's waist deep water and there's nothing Mm -hmm. that I can do about it. And right now with the water being the way that it is, it's probably like up to my chest. So, and I've, I've done that without uh, a light because I couldn't find my flashlight holding my phone, navigating by that thinking, okay, well, if I drop this phone, then I'm really in trouble, Yeah, <laughs> you know? And, and that seems to be the situations that I find myself in. So I want to make sure right. that when I'm doing it, everything's offline, I'm tracking it and I'm able to go back and, and kind of look and see so uh, that makes that makes complete sense right so as far as other features that um you know people may overlook with i guess one of the things that i look at when i i look at new products and like hell i mean we're in a a, a climate i guess where the people that i talk to every day we think why didn't i think of that or whatever and what are the features of base map that you don't know you need until you need them? And I, I think that that automatic, the smart marker thing is, is exactly what we just talked about. But is there anything else on there that, I mean, I feel like for you, you think is one of the main features that, that sets it apart? I mean, honestly, the, the buzz, you know, so we just did we just did our, our big consumer show out in, in Salt Lake city last weekend. And everybody was raving about the 3d. Um, people definitely talked about the, the live location sharing, but I, I tell you what, the 3d was like the big, the big hit. Mm-hmm. As soon as you, as soon as you pull that up on your phone, you know, when we're talking to a customer or, or on the iPad, that, that was, that usually sealed the deal. And that's obviously mainly for the Western States because yeah. There's really no 3D out here. <laughs> I don't know. I can tell you, like, where we hunted in Ohio, I guarantee you that that would be, like, oh. legit. Yeah. Well, yeah, but... I... But not, I mean, not so much right here in West Michigan. Yeah. Or, you yeah. Know, <clears throat> the lower peninsula. I, I, I mean, to, to be honest, if, if the 3D didn't sell them, it was the price. Yeah. I that... mean, so... So, you know, the one feature that I'll, that I'll hit on is, is the price. Okay. You know, Onyx is, is a hundred bucks for all 50 States. We're 30 for all 50 States. Okay. So that's 70 bucks is a, is a couple boxes of ammo. It's a box of decoys. It's a, a, a half a dozen arrows. It's, you know, half a, you know, it's half a buying a pair of rubber boots. <laughs> I mean, you know, we, the list could go on and on what you could do with that 70 bucks. Um, you know, on X charges a hundred bucks because they were the only game in town and they could charge whatever the hell they wanted. And, you know, we, when we, 
were formed, you know, we got all the, all the maps and information at one time, they were going state by state by state, you know, so we could, we could offer a little bit more bang for the buck. I'll say. One of the things that I am excited to hear about because I don't have access to it right now, um, is Basemap actually does have an add on. Right. So, so, so on top of the 30 bucks a year, there's an add on our hunt research data for an extra 10 bucks a year. And it is for the Western States only. Well, you get, you get, um, uh, season dates throughout the country, but the hunt research really it, it shines in the Western States. It's going to go basically animal by animal, unit by unit. It shows you historical harvest data. So if you're, if you're looking for, a unit to go chase mule deer and you want to find some place that has historically been good for, you know, for people to fill a tag, it's going to show you that information. And what is, I think I've asked you this before, but what's the plan for getting the Eastern States on that? Uh, probably none. Cause you know, a lot of the, you know, this goes, this goes to, you know, the lottery system to draw a tag. I mean, a lot of the, most of the Eastern states, I think all the Eastern states are basically over the counter. Yeah. And I guess my point is like, I want to know, especially since we kind of switched to hunting public land, the rules are different than hunting private land just for whitetail in Michigan. I mean, it's pretty convoluted and all the turkey BS and the fish, you know, fishing is a different thing, but like, I just want to pull it up to see when's the muzzleloading season this year or archery or I have this tag, you know, what can I get with it on public land type thing? So right. well, it's, it's, it's not I mean, the lottery shows, thing, but it shows the, it shows the dates. Um, it, but it, with, with our big push, I'll say from a marketing standpoint, our big push this year is, is Midwest and East. Um, we, the four of us can agree that whitetail is king. In fact, <laughs> I had this conversation many times in Salt Lake City last weekend to all these elk hunters. Look, I love elk hunting as much as the next guy, but whitetail is king. Okay, there's more whitetail hunters than elk, mule deer, and you you name all the western big game animals. You know, combined. Um, so maybe it's something we could work on, Amber. Well, Sorry, I, he's pulling stuff up. So I'm yeah, little, I'm, 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 I'm trying to see what exactly it does show as far as that. I'm adding uh, layers and things like that. But one of the things that I um, would be interested to see, and I, I feel like I'm like a remiss in saying this, or that I, I, I don't know. It's one of those things that I don't know that I want to bring up, but I don't really care. I guess. Oh come on. Um, <laughs> so one of the things that would be helpful in Many of these states, and you know, we hunted Ohio for a few years. Is you know, the Ohio DNR does have the states, uh, the counties of bucks registered on their big buck registry over mm-hmm. 140. So, um, that would be something that would be kind of in line with that, where you could go on there and, and click on it, and it would say this county is number so. So some of that data is actually provided by by Boone and Crockett mm-hmm. or Pope and Young. Uh, we don't have the licensing agreements for that right now. I know that Onyx has a licensing agreement, I want to say, with um, Boone and Crockett. Yeah, so they have a layer on theirs where it actually shades the county based on number of animals harvested you know, in the record book. Okay. Uh, we're, we're working on – we're trying to work on an agreement right now with, with one of those two organizations um 
I think it might happen, but that's where it would probably come from is from a Boone and Crockett or Pope and Young, not necessarily the state DNR. Okay. Cause I, I, just, I know you can pull it up for Ohio and I know Michigan has Michigan commemorative bucks. Now I don't know who governs that, but yeah, part of the problem is, is actually having that data in a format that, you know, in a digital format that we can use to integrate it into the app. You know, if they don't have it in the right format, that would take somebody forever and a day to actually decipher and convert to go into the app. Okay. If that makes sense. Okay. And so I guess um, with that, what, you know, we, we've had many people um, ask us, you know, to, to have somebody on here to talk about um, e-scouting and mapping and, and things like that. As far as the tools um, every day that you use personally, um, other than, you know, mapping tree stands or the um, trail cameras or whatever, like, what do you think just as a whole in in the whole scope of this GPS mapping, like mm-hmm. what do you think is, are the most important things and how are you using it? Honestly, the, the most important thing to do or the easiest thing to do is actually like you guys are doing, they're logging on the computer, you know, cause you're going to see that information on a bigger screen and be able to decipher what it is and, and kind of zoom in further, turn the map and look at it and drop away you know so if you're going out west elk hunting and you're looking for a water hole or a pond or something that that elk might go to in the heat of the day well you can see that a lot easier on your computer than you can on your phone okay so you find that spot and you mark the location on your computer well that marker transfers over to your mobile device yeah you know and vice versa anything you do on a computer transfers to mobile and anything you do on mobile transfers to web okay that that's probably the easiest way to do it versus, you know, sitting on the couch and looking at your phone for hours upon hours and trying to figure out what it is you're looking at. So when you were talking about hunting antelope in Montana, John was out getting his, uh, his glasses because he's just been on his phone here. <laughs> I'm going to steal them from him in a minute. He looks like my, <laughs> my grandma over here. with his... I got something going on in my right eye. I had to get some cheaters. I cannot see out of my right eye. But that's like on John's bucket list of things to do. And well, it's like right at the top. So as soon as you said, you know, you do a lot of antelope hunting in Montana and this and that, and, and John doesn't have his headset on, I'm going, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, well, what I say, I'm I'm hunting Montana this year. Hopefully, I've, you know, got to put in for my tags. And I'm like, my wife doesn't know this, but I'm driving out by myself. I'm like, I'm, I might just hit South Dakota for antelope first on the way out <laughs> or just put in for my antelope tag because it's arch- archery only in Montana. Is basically you just apply for it and get it. Yeah, it's the 900 tag is basically guaranteed. Yeah. Yep. So, so where in Montana are you going? Uh, Bozeman. I have well, a buddy. Are you going all the way out to Bozeman? You're skipping yeah. all the good antelope ground. Well, that's yeah. what I'm. So uh, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm going to be driving through the antelope to get out because I have a buddy that lives in Bozeman. To oh, go you're, you're going to the wrong. You're going to the wrong place, my friend. <laughs> well, you remember that that sharing thing in the waypoint. See, Ed, has a, Ed has a few points he shared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let's let's talk. Let's talk to Amber about that because I'm going back. You know, so 
uh, not only do I do the ambassador team for Basemap, but I also run the ambassador team for Zeiss Optics. And, and I'm hosting a, an ambassador antelope hunt in Montana next fall. And everybody thinks they're getting all my waypoints and following me all over the place. I've got like <laughs> Nobody, two. Nobody's getting <laughs> like any <two>. of <laughs> Yeah, and who knows if they're even legit? He's probably like, "Oh, I'm gonna make this waypoint and totally throw throw her off." Man, I'm telling you, if you're if you're going out to Bozeman, I love Bozeman, but you are skipping all of the best animal ground in the state. Have you you drove through Montana before? Yeah. Yep. Dude, every time we drive through eastern Montana, I almost hit like 20 antelope. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I drove out through there years ago. That was one of the things that you know I was like, but yeah, so. That's my plan. I got. I can actually take like the whole month of September if I really, you know, wanted to piss my wife off a real a lot. So, so where where I hunt antelope in in southeast Montana, there is there for one, there's so many damn antelope, and two, there is so much public land. It's ridiculous. You know, you, you get a little bit less public land and a little bit less antelope in in Bozeman because they're hunted more. Right, you have more pressure. Yeah. So my, you know, like, but I'm going to bozeman for the elk just to hook up okay. with my buddy elk and uh whitetail so perfect so yeah i'll uh i'll definitely have to keep that in mind and on the way out just try to uh i'll, I'll let amber tell you offline where to go and <laughs> where about to go in uh montana all right maybe maybe we'll see <laughs> but yeah oh. like i said the, the one of the one of the biggest tips i can give is study the maps on the computer from home um, and then just add your waypoints and, and they'll just transfer over your phone. Next time you log in, uh, that that's the easiest thing to do. Can you, this is just off the top of my head about the 3d mapping. I'm just thinking e-scouting instead of having Google earth on one screen and base map on the other. So you said that you can transfer your waypoints on the desktop from base map to Google yep. earth. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So yeah, no different than moving your stuff from Onyx to Basemap. You can export your your KML or GPX oh, yeah. files and um, upload Adam them to Google. Adam just brought it up, so perfect. Yeah, I'm showing her on the. He's showing he's showing the ambassador. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get fired as the ambassador manager here. This is not good. Yeah, I need you, to do some more training, apparently. If you guys see Basemap come off my Instagram account, then you know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you see ours pop up. Yeah. It, it'll be because <laughs> and John gets a new pair of Zeiss optics and he's going <laughs> antelope hunting in Montana next year. There you go. <laughs> hey, I'll build you a bow. Let's go. Yeah. So outside of the hunting aspect, did you want to bring up like the – fishing side yeah that's what i was just trying to do i was was trying to pull up the um like one of the lakes that's uh here because so not all of them have lake depths yeah so there's 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 five thousand lakes that are mapped throughout the country um five thousand sounds like a lot but when you talk about you know there's there's more there's more than ten thousand lakes in wisconsin obviously more than ten thousand in minnesota five thousand is not a lot um, it, it's, it's a feature that we are currently working on trying to improve and, and get more lakes. Um, it's just trying to basically source that data. Um, cause I was, you know, we're not driving around in boats trying to do it ourselves. Yeah. There's a lot in Michigan though. Like from what I've looked at, um, how come you can't bring it up? 
Well, I'm I'm looking at the topography of the lakes here. Yeah. Oh, you don't have the lake depth layer on. I thought I turned it on. I don't think you did. But anyways, so you have to have a chart. That's John's favorite. Keep going to the right thing. No, you're other right. I mean, there, there's bathymetric right there. data for for the Great Lakes. There's data for um, the Gulf of Mexico, Pacific Ocean, Atlantic Ocean. Uh, there's different base maps, quote unquote base maps, that highlight rivers. Um, it makes rivers like stand out in the map better. Yep. You know, if you're if That's you're fishing rivers or anything. Out. Yep. But the fishing thing is definitely something we're we're working on improving. I'll like, say that. You should have just seen John's eyes light up when you said the Gulf, Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. And Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> How about the marathon humps? He's on it. He's on it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going down there right now. I'm on there too. I'm, I, I ended up logging into my buddy's. I just downloaded <laughs> base map to my phone and I logged into my buddy's account because I, I have, you know, I had to set it up for him. So I go. guess I, uh, he'll have my waypoints. But so yeah, don't the, don't add all your waypoints. You don't want him having <laughs> yeah. all that stuff. Oh, the, these guys, you can't even you can't even believe the amount of rivalry, I guess, that they have. Like they won't share baits. They'll be <laughs> they'll be fishing together um, in Saginaw Bay, and one of them's catching something or lose a bait and say, "Hey, do you have any more of those?" And the other guy will like look at him straight face and say, "Nope," with a whole tackle box full of the same <laughs> equipment. Yeah, it's pretty tough. But we grew up. He's like my my uh, my brother. They used to call us the ugly twins when we were growing up. So <laughs> nice. But yeah, like I said, the, the fishing thing is something that we're we're looking to improve on. Um, and, and as well, circling back on the hunt research data, that's another thing that that will be improved for this year. I can't disclose how it's going to be improved, but it's going to be improved pretty darn soon, and it's going to be pretty impressive. Nice. Okay. And the yeah. the fishing thing is something that not a lot, not a lot of other people have out there as far as the hunting and fishing. You know, the one stop right. shop type thing. So right. even though the fishing side is fairly limited, there's still there's still information out there. Right. But yeah, I mean, I've asked a ton of questions, and there's like Ed said, there's stuff in the works that we can't really say anything about, but there's a lot of stuff being worked on. So stay tuned. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> well, all right, man. I, I think that's kind of all we've got for, for this evening. Um, so when, when people are interested in base map or, or any of this or any of the questions about say, say they do switch over and they want to, um, import export all their stuff where are the tutorials where can they find um all the information and and are you the contact person or is there someone uh, God, they need no. to reach out to <laughs> oh, no <laughs> no so actually we have a youtube page that has a bunch of tutorials including a, a short video that shows you how to um you know export your data from on x to base map and and honestly so our, our tutorial shows just on X, but there's people that have Gaia, the hunt stands, Scout well, Scout looks not around anymore. Um, any of these any of these apps you can export, you know, it's a GPX or a KML file and you just import it in the in the base map. You know, there's there's tutorials on, on YouTube for that. And if you really run into a problem, um, call Amber. 
<laughs> or you, you know, be people... careful, Ed. <laughs> Here's your personal so I, cell so phone I, number. <laughs> we'll post that do, at the show notes. I I do all the social media for for base map and and there's questions that I don't always know the answer to, so I send them to have them have them email us at support at basemap dot com, and then one of our our folks behind the scene can. You might get kind of a nerdy answer, but you'll get an answer. <laughs> See, they're they're pretty quick. So yeah, I've emailed super, them before. They're super quick at getting back at you. Yep. Well, good deal. Well, uh, awesome. I I'll mean, definitely be uh, switching over. So, are you saying <laughs> that just to be I, nice, or no? I'm, like I said, I, I mean, for for any, I mean, for one purpose. I mean, for save seventy bucks a year. I mean, if I can do all the same stuff I do on Onyx, I can bring all of them bring my all my waypoints and tracks over even though they're the same color that doesn't matter i mean i just don't want to lose that stuff you got the 3d i was just checking that out on there you know for out west and stuff all in your app the fishing i saw you were checking yeah i was checking out the fishing (laughs) so yeah that's i mean for 30 bucks a year my my onyx is actually gonna it's up for renewal like in a few weeks so I'll you better put. To, the I'll have to hit to the <laughs> cancellation notice. So there you go. Well, uh, make make sure you make sure you turn off that auto renew. Yes, yes. <laughs> Plus, I already have a cool uh, base map hat. I was wearing it on the way over here, and then Adam just showed up with my new tethered hat. So I had to <laughs> test that out, and then I yeah. left the, my base map hat in the in the truck. But <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there's one more thing I'll add, and if I don't if I don't say this, I'm going to get my ass kicked. <laughs> At the office, I got to make a, a shameless plug for one other thing that you got. You know, everybody should be doing on base map. Um, Your job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, Every that's week. that's huge. I mean, I don't know if John it, has yeah. been paying attention to that. It's it's freaking ridiculous. Big deal. It's, it's yeah, well, it, I, th- I feel like it's rigged because I saw Pat won one of them it's and Pat his husband. Win. I thought, so I, I can legitimately say that Pat did win. Amber does not know where the location is, nope. so <laughs> Pat Pat did legitimately win that week. So, because inside, so the ambassadors can't win gear drops, but we have a little inside competition. So you know, we want to win just as bad for different reasons as other people do. So no, and, I don't know where I, the freaking points are at. I will, I will go on, I will go on record, you know, as far as the ambassadors, they all suck. None yes. of them have even come close to winning. But I can, so, uh, so yeah, before, before you get into to that, because John is like looking at us with big wide eyes, like whatever. John is a freaking like analytical nerd. Oh, he's gonna win. Next he's going. Week. He will win because he because they give you hints and it says like, yep. here's a hint that you know it's, it's going to be on location? it's, it's going to be on this trail. Like the last one. Now, granted, it was like a seven thousand dollar rifle package, but tough. it was like uh, I, I gave up because it was like there's a rock formation at the head of this trail, and then there's another rock formation that looks similar, like wherever somewhere else on the trail or at the end of the trail and it was a specific, specific trail and there's like hundreds you, yeah. of these yeah would you pulled it up like the 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 one before that there was like this this elephant whatever trail this fucking <laughs> unit had 10,000 like trails it, and it was like it was like nope mm-mm. and i wasn't on the computer i was just on my phone and i was like there's no way and but i can see where someone with a little bit of time on their hands and a little bit of like i don't know i mean Luck. like 
no, 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 no. No, he, that he, last he, one was that, luck. that analytical portion, like he, that that stick to itiveness. Be like, all right, well, I only have four chances, so these are going to be the chances. I mean, John, John's already got a shit eating grin on his face that he's going <laughs> to. No, I, I dude, think. I do this stuff. I do <laughs> like I'll look at. I've I've looked at like YouTube videos and like and try to figure out where they're at in this video by like yeah. the topography and like. <laughs> yep. I found stuff. I found <laughs> places before just by doing that. So I will say, I will say that the the winners every week are usually three feet or less from the actual spot. It's pretty insane. like last last week the winner of that rifle package was one point six seven feet away from the actual oh spot. So uh, give us a breakdown of the gear drop. You know we're we're dancing <clears throat> so, around it, but yeah. So gear drop is a is a campaign that we run within the app. It runs Wednesday through Monday every week. And at the bottom right hand of the screen, there's a little gear drop icon. Only on the app, though. Only on the app. It's not on the computer. It's only on your mobile device. Click on that. It'll show you what the gear drop is that week. It takes you to the location. Um, it's usually like a hunting unit or a state forest or national park. It's a designated area. It takes you there. You get one free marker you know, per week, you can gain other markers by doing a survey, watching a Facebook or sharing on Facebook, sharing with a friend, uh, watching a YouTube video. There's, there's a bunch of different ways you can get additional markers. And it's basically kind of winner takes all the, the closest person to the, to the hidden location gets the grand prize. Uh, second place gets a hundred dollar gift card. Third place gets a hat and a t-shirt from us. Um, so yeah, last week we had about a seven thousand dollar rifle package. Um, this week it's about an eight hundred dollar um, uh, backpack package. We've got a proof research rifle coming up here in a couple weeks. We've got a. You're not supposed uh, to tell people that. Well, <laughs> I want people to get excited. Yeah. Uh, we've got a we've got a Daniel Defense AR-15 coming up in a couple weeks. What about fishing uh, stuff? Uh. We're not talking about that right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We've got, we're probably going to do another Hoyt Bowl in a couple weeks. Um, So it's kind of a cool thing. I mean, it gets people to, you know, use the app in the quote unquote off season. Um, But it also gets them to play with the layers and try to learn how to use the app a little bit more. Yeah. That's one thing that Pat told me was that, he knew how to use it before, but it really forces you to do stuff within the app, and that's that's helped out a lot. So, I mean, all I can tell you is follow the hits because we get you close. Yeah, and then there's then there is a little bit of luck involved. <laughs> it's a gotta, game. You got to carpet game, bomb though. it with your four so, choices. So no, no kidding. A couple weeks ago, you know, a lot of people aren't following the hints, and we've been talking about it in, internally. Like, why are people not reading the hints? Jesus. So we gave one hint <laughs> a couple weeks ago. It was at such and such tower. We said at the tower, not on the tower. All you had to do was Google search it. That, that's it. Right. So you just had to find a tower. The location was about 100 yards or so north of the tower. And people bitched. Your hint sucked. You know, you said it was at the tower. Yeah. It's at the tower, not on the tower. <laughs> I no. saw that on social media. I saw that on Instagram. People were like on fire about like, you said it was right there. It wasn't. Like, it was like 30 yards away. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and we we did that as a test to see if people were really following the hints. I think that week we had a we had a pin in in um, Havana, Cuba. We had a pin in the middle of the ocean. We had one in Hawaii. People just aren't listening. 
I told you it's smart asses. <laughs> yeah, it could be smart asses, but um, so yeah, I, I have to make that shameless plug as the marketing manager to play Deardrop every week. And and even if you're even if you have the free version, you still have just as much chance to win as a paid. I think most of the winners have been on the free version. So you get you get all, all the layers on the free version you can use to to play and win. Because they got no jobs to pay for the money, so they're just sitting around <laughs> Googling all this shit. Oh, don't even, don't even get me started. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I, I told Ed when we started this, I said, you can say whatever you want on here. I said, we do. <laughs> I do. Well, okay, so what, what I will say is, you know, obviously we have we have lawyers that look over all this stuff. So legally we have to make it, just as much chance to win if you have a, if a uh, the basic membership as a paid membership. So obviously we would love for people to have the paid membership. It's only 30 bucks, but if you use the basic one, you still have just as much of a chance to win. Yeah, but then it just gets them lured in and then they're like, oh, I want to buy the, the Well, exactly. and, and that's what I said. You know, with, with this stuff, if you're actually using it and you're, you are serious about hunting and you're serious about, um, you know, trying to find new areas and trying to do the e-scouting. Um, these apps are invaluable and the free versions always do leave you wanting. And we use these things for more. I mean, I couldn't tell you how much I use it to see who lives where or, and especially like stalking. even your drug, but are you stalking? I, I, I might, <laughs> but, it, but it could even go so far as like, when you're driving around and you see, you know, someone lives in the area and then you see a deer or, you know, you know, turkey season coming up or you see these turkeys that are in their field and you're saying, okay, who live, who do I know that lives near there? Or who do I know? You know, I know someone lives, lives right there. And it's always, you know, looking at properties versus, and especially, especially when things are for sale and, and, mm-hmm. and things like right. that, you know, who owns it? Like, cause that, I mean, there's these two ridiculous lots in front of my house that, like are owned by this 900 year old couple, but they want <laughs> a lot of money. I mean, you, you know, prior, part of this job, I used, you know, base map or prior to base map, I used the competitor every day. You know, I was in insurance sales and did and kind of specialized in, in selling insurance to large farms. And I literally use these apps every single day on my job. I mean, there's, there's way more uses than, than just hunting or fishing. So I have a question for Adam, because that's when, when he asked about doing a podcast with you, I'm like, this is an awesome, like third party, you know, non-biased opinion. He can try it out for however long and see what he really thinks. What, what is your honest opinion? And he has a pretty good, or you guys both have a good Michigan following. Like there's a lot of listeners in Michigan that follow these guys. What is your opinion on base map? So, um, honest. Yeah. uh, It's like I said, it's hard because you're so used to using one thing, um, that the, if you, if you use the exact same icon for everything, all the icons aren't exactly the same. So the, and there's a little intricate differences about how you drop the pin. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I found myself doing that, you know, this weekend when I was scouting, like, okay, there's a X and I got to move that X to like where it is. And it's just like, I'm, cause I see the dot where I'm at and I see the X and, and things like that. 
Um, so if I were, if I were just to say, as far as like the user interface, I'd be like, I'm more comfortable because I've used the other one for a, a few years. And that goes back to the droid right, versus right. Apple. Thing. But like I say, like when you get it on the computer, it's like, holy shit. Like everything that we talk about in all the different things where we're swapping back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, you can do it in the same app and you don't have to try and track where you were at or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the amount of detail in the maps is incredible. Now, when there, I, I will say, um, not always is less more, but one of the things is that there are so many layers, you have to get a feel for the ones that you need for which situation. Mm-hmm. And, and that is probably one of the more nuanced things that, that goes along with it is, so while you're using it on your phone is way different than what you're using. I feel like on the computer, on a big screen, or even on the, you know, John will freaking Bluetooth it to the TV and it's on a 70 inch screen and he's, you know, really getting into it. But those, sometimes that detail on your phone isn't necessary. The other side of that, and I, I want to say this is that, you know, so if you, if you, want a certain feature on your phone when you download that map you need to have that layer turned on because you're only going to have what you downloaded and i forget to do that a lot i'm like where are all my layers oh yeah i forgot Mm -hmm. to turn them on before i download but the the feature (laughs) of being able to pick as big of an area as you want is I, i feel like that's invaluable because like and john can tell you this straight up like when we were turkey hunting last year we like between the two of us had this whole area downloaded except for where we ended up going. Right. And like, it was on the corners of all of the things that we downloaded. And I thought I had downloaded. Well, it just didn't like, we I didn't was downloading enough service. Right. I was we downloading maps before we left. And that was like the last one. And it didn't, it didn't download all the way. So, so being able to p- pick and choose the area that you want as long as you've got room on your phone is huge, See, and especially un- when you're going out west. Because it's unlimited right. maps. You have no yep. new limits. Yep. Right. So, I mean, my personal opinion, and, you know, again, people that listen to the podcast, they know that I'm just cheap. I'm just, like, straight up, <laughs> like, cheap. I don't have a problem spending a lot of money on a hundred things, but I won't spend way too much money on one thing Mm -hmm. so it's i mean (laughs) there we talked about it earlier when i took john on a wild goose chase and it almost panned out but you know i was using frank's onyx because i wasn't sure i was going to missouri so i didn't download i didn't spend the extra 70 bucks for the rest of the country because i wasn't sure that i was going so i was i was going back and forth and i didn't have service to switch back over and log into mine and we ended up you know, doing a couple loop-de-loops. And... Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds like it's, you know, going back to you get probably 80, 90% of the same stuff, but for way cheaper. No, so I, it's think, like if, I think if, if I'm getting the same. No, I don't, I don't think that price. you, I don't think that anything is lacking. Um, yeah. There isn't anything on there where I said, man, I wish I had this. Okay. Um, it's just a matter of like, 
knowing what you need yep. and where it is. Yep. Okay. And, right. And so for it, it, it pains me. It really does. I've got friends that still use hunt stand and I've got, I mean, we talked to Jason Samkowiak on the podcast. And if you listen to his podcast, he just talks about him and his GPS. And I'm like, Man. <laughs> and he's like, well, I just haven't taken the time to learn, uh, you know, any of these softwares, but it's just like, my God, like it's, it's one more man. thing yeah. to lose, to have to, ah, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I have a GPS uh, up in a swamp in the UP because I lost it <laughs> up there. So <laughs> I have my phone still, yeah. but uh, I do not For have now. the GPS. <laughs> oh, when we went out West, everything had orange tape on it, blaze orange tape because of that because i was like if i lose it i we could die <laughs> right <laughs> right <laughs> so but yeah i mean i think that that's my, that's my takeaway from it okay well what i what i will say you know depending on when this podcast airs there we are redoing the user interface on the app and it is coming this week okay yeah the one um, time i didn't do the test on it they're redoing yeah it. <laughs> and it's gonna be it's gonna be way easier like yeah. everything is in your face now very good feedback on that much easier to use yep well yeah this is going to come out on wednesday so um we'll we'll definitely update it as we use it so so the so the update i don't know if you could get this out of here the update's actually coming on thursday i well no you know what i think it might be coming tomorrow (laughs) okay it's supposed to come tomorrow but (laughs) depends on itunes and google play yeah okay yeah, I mean, I, like I say, I think that's all we got for, for this evening. And I just want to thank you for taking the time out to talk with us. And, you know, thanks for the beers at ATA. And, uh, hey, absolutely. And the, what about these ones? See, well, yeah. yeah. These, <laughs> I brought beer. Yeah, yeah Basement did br- bring us beer today, too. So I, I'm, I'm, quite, I'm quite certain we're going to be doing that again next year. So yeah. come and have another beer on us. Heck yeah. Well, we'll, we'll certainly be there. And, yeah. uh, you know, we had such a bitch of a time getting tickets this year. Because they screwed around with the media. If you need, uh, if you got an ambassador <laughs> tickets, we'll take Amber's because we'll <laughs> we'll actually use it. Well, hell, we had, we had <laughs> so we had we had VIP seating. And it was up in the balcony. Yeah, uh, like off to the side. Yeah, like, good times. <sighs> but yeah, thanks for coming on, Ed. I think that's all we got for this evening. Yep. Yeah. Thank you, Ed. Thank you.
Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, a mule there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.